0: And you people, you're all astronauts on some kind of Star Trek. We are explorers. We're going to stumble, make mistakes, I'm sure more than a few before we find our footing.
1: But we're going to learn from those mistakes.
0: That's what being human is all about. It is possible to commit no mistakes and still lose. That is not a weakness. That is life.
1: We're Starfleet officers. Weird is part of the job.
0: Space, the final frontier. Make it so. Do it. Hit it. Let's fly. You're Lindsay. You're Aiden. This is The Big Spot.
1: And this week we are discussing episode four of Picard season three, no win scenarios. Yes.
0: Scenarios? Plural? Scenario? I think it was just scenario, Scenario. but... uh, Either way, it's it's
1: a Kobayashi Maru reference. Yes. For those of you who are diehard Trek fans. I
0: think everybody kind of yeah I think most people at this point uh no even just like not even you don't even have to be be that deep into the lore it's not like they're referencing like a Neelix side dish from season five of Voyager and it's like whoa gotta look that up no it's obviously a reference to Kobayashi
1: Aiden I was being ironic were you? Yes. Is that
0: what irony is? I don't know. I don't know. Me neither. I. The only thing I learned was from Alanis Morissette, and apparently that was wrong. Yes, so, it was. Uh, yeah. So our judge of irony is terrible. We're writers. We should really know better. Uh, anyways, uh, this is that episode that we're going to talk about. That episode and Jesus uh, <laughs> and Lindsay, we might as well just get out of the way. It's my turn. Yep. It's thirty seconds. Yeah. To describe everything that happens. Yep. Uh, let's see how that. That's goes. like.
1: If you had sixty seconds, you'd have like one minute of episode per second of your. No, because
0: they're about forty-five minutes.
1: Yeah, just
0: can you give me forty-five seconds?
1: I can't give you forty-five seconds because that would ruin know. the the mise en scène. I don't know what that means either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Our credentials are really coming out strong mm-hmm. this episode. Yep. Yeah. Ready. I'm ready, Lindsay. Go. Uh, So, in this episode, the the ship's falling into the gravity well. Uh, They find a way out by capturing the the waves of energy that are being pulsed out. That's how they solve the major problem. Meanwhile, Jack and and Picard are uh, getting friendly and getting to know each other. Picard tells a little story. Uh, Riker wants to tell Troy something, but can't, and then does. Uh, They catch the changeling by laying a trap, uh, because Shaw is cool again now, and Seven does her thing and uh that's it there's no raffian morph so that's the whole episode i did a great job oh and they throw an asteroid at a dude at the end of the movie at the end of the episode not bad hey not bad see you don't actually describe what happens you just say the the end results that's the trick to it lindsay yeah but
1: also you made it sound like picard and jack getting friendly like what are you trying to imply here dude you know
0: what no, I, that's because I'm on the pressure spot of the 30 second synopsis. Okay. So uh, I usually, can't. I would have a better, I would have thought of the words matter better. Mm. They would have mattered less. Okay. Just it's give me a, a, a break. It's been a long week for yes. both of us. Uh Somehow but I'm I the one blabbing string <laughs>
1: words together in a like yeah, semi-coherent that's sentence. That's because you're
0: better at words than me, Lindsay. We all I word better than you. 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 By far,
1: Aiden, what were your general thoughts about this episode of season three of Picard?
0: Uh, I really liked it. Um, I thought it was one of the better ones, uh, along with the previous episode. There were still a few missteps that I think are just endemic to Star Trek television at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, although they weren't in Strange New Worlds and they're not in uh, Lower Decks. So maybe not. But in any case, for Picard... Uh, there's some weird characterization. There's some there's some there's some missteps. But along you have
1: moved from cautiously cautious to cautiously optimistic. I'm
0: still in the cautiously optimistic oh. bandwagon. I, at some point you gotta go on from being optimistic. Like you're just in the middle of it. I think yeah. by like the next episode or maybe episode six, I'll have to decide on
1: Am I optimistic? Yeah.
0: Or not? Well, not even optimistic, because then it's Do like, I enjoy it? Am I enjoying it? Am I enjoying this? it or not? Yeah, yeah. That's I'm enjoying the right this. Question. I'm enjoying it too. has
1: been great.
0: But there's still just Every episode, there's at least one or two things where I literally... I have to roll my eyes or I have to think, oh, yeah, okay. Like, I just have to... There's things that still aggravate me well, immensely about this show. It's better
1: than, like, previous seasons where it was 50 things per episode.
0: Yes, where so, the, the things that I enjoyed were far outnumbered by the things that I disenjoyed. Yeah. Again, wording good. Um, but, yeah, it was... Uh, in the notes you've mentioned, like it was a good combination of actiony, um, but then some really nice character moments and some just you know some dialogue-heavy mm-hmm. uh, interactions, especially with Jack and and Picard. Yeah. Um. And yeah, it, those those were nice. It was a nice balance, um, despite not having like a bad guy on screen. There was for this, much of it. Yeah. Yeah. There was this menacing force there, and and they dealt with it. Yeah. And it was, I yeah. I
1: think the 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 threat of the gravity well, um, just the omnipresence of that was enough to drive the tension. So they didn't need to manufacture that with like, although there, there was a moment where the Shrike is pulled back in or is forced to go back in to chase after them. So, but they handled that so easily that it almost didn't make them seem threatening, which we'll come back to. I think that's a little bit of a problem, but Yeah. um, yeah, it was, it enabled, there was this like simmering tension all around them, which meant that like, that was their baseline emotion so mm-hmm. it didn't need to ratchet up to that point. It was just always there. Yeah. And when you get used to that, it's like, okay, well, yes, I'm going to die in three minutes, three hours, but yeah. I can have a like drink with my son at yeah. fake Guinan's bar. Yeah. Right? So. Yeah. Yeah. It was interesting. It, it, was, was. it was. It was. But I enjoyed it. It was a good episode. And you're right. The Raffi Wharf stuff was not dealt with at all. And I think that was a good choice because it kept yes. the focus on what was happening on the ship, which was really the most important part. We, I, I know, we're gonna get more um, intrigue. The the last lines of the episode, the captain's log and the admiral's log. There are yeah. so many questions that are left unanswered. Yeah. That Raffi and Wharf. Are plugged into that storyline so much that we'll we'll get them later. So yeah. um, I didn't mind that so much.
0: No, it's true, but it it did help streamline this episode, and and it yeah it worked for it. It it it, yeah. it didn't feel like it, you needed uh, the other storyline to to keep things going at all.
1: Um, do we love Captain Shaw yet? Mm. I love Captain Shaw.
0: You do love Captain Shaw. I am still. Annoyed by Captain Shaw. Okay. Uh, His characterization is still a little all over the map, but this episode, obviously, you get the whole backstory. Yeah. You get why he hates uh, Picard and the Borg, generally, Um, and... Like yeah, and that performance you have it in the notes here, like that was really where he's chewing out Picard in front of everyone on the holodeck, uh it was so well done. He's like a little loopy from the pain meds or whatever, and he's just letting them have it. Yeah. It was really good. There's I like a, that.
1: There's a Yeah, Todd Stashwick is doing a great job with um uh his kind of ornery but reluctant, almost reluctant orneriness. Yeah. Cause he doesn't seem like he he admits he's like at some point. Being an asshole replaced charm. Yeah, he's a charm. Yeah, yeah. So he's at least aware of how prickly he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but you get that backstory, which may or may not be justified. I I don't think it's justified for him to be that angry about it. But I'm like I no, it's justified. He's misdirected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. but either way, it does give him. It doesn't absolve him of anything. No. But it does make him everything that we see of him makes him so much more relatable. Yeah. He is so much more relatable every scene we see. Like, you start off and yeah, he's he's got us on the back foot because he's so just cruel and mean and he seems like he's imperious and like sitting in his dining room and telling he's a Malbec man yeah, or whatever, yeah, right? Yeah, 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 But then like by this episode, he doesn't want to be disturbed in his quarters. And he's like
0: <laughs> Don't come. Don't come. It's fine. Open.
1: Hey, Hansen. Bang up job your heroes are doing with my ship. That was awesome. That was great. And that then was then he, so good. He gives
0: up and yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah.
1: And then um the whole thing with the back and forth with Seven, uh, where they're talking about how they would identify a changeling yeah. was fantastic yeah, yeah. and then yeah the scene in the bar where we find out what we predicted earlier on that he you was, predicted
0: you got it right i said it was going to be the battle of over earth for uh well either first way, contact, but we, yeah.
1: we knew it was going to be um a borg battle that he was involved in yeah. um and that he came from an engineering background as well i think the redditors who suggested that were right on the money yeah um because he was an old grease monkey right yeah. i think there was just so many tells that when you go back and you look at it you're like okay They did a good job of building this character and he's become so much more human every step along the way. He's flawed. He's not your perfect TNG hero where like Gene Roddenberry wouldn't allow conflict, you know, all that stuff. He's, he's flawed and dangerous and he's, yeah, he's everything. I really, really like this character. He's probably, I, I love Captain Pike. (laughs) <laughs> but Captain <laughs> Shaw is kind of like, he's unlike any captain. I can't think of any other captain that we've seen who's like him. No. And I like that we're getting that kind of character flesh out period that, you know, like, yeah. like the Federation can hire assholes to <laughs> captain a ship. Yeah. You know, they're not all Riker. And yet, you, and yet
0: you can still kind of see his the benefits that he does bring. Like not only just the engineering Aspects, yeah. which is is fair enough, um, but he's he's a by the books guy right Mm -hmm. because partially probably because he's an engineer um, that he's he's a reliable captain in that sense you know like his line I think was in episode one or two where he's like done 50 missions and never had anybody die or whatever right and he's like those are good qualities to have and if you're especially if you're an admiral you don't want everybody to be Picard running off to do their own thing right but he's not
1: he he recognizes and I think I like that about him in, in the last episode he recognizes where he's not an outside of the box thinker but Riker is yeah so not only am I bleeding to death if I try and keep captaining, but I'm out of my element. Yeah. And he recognizes that. And I think that's a good leadership skill as well. Yeah, absolutely. But it's something that's been, uh, it's not bred into him. It's something that he's had to work for because of his, this background that he has, having been um, just a lowly engineering grunt in, mm-hmm. you know, on whatever ship it was. Yeah, I don't know if um he-
0: he did he say did it, say but say I can't it, remember. It,
1: yeah. yeah. Um, at Wolf 359 and seeing so many of his colleagues die and he's one of 10 who get to survive. And yeah. it's like, that's haunting shit. Yeah, And it's... it's
0: Survivor's guilt. Like, that's real. Yeah. Like, yeah. And
1: that's what propels him forward. So, yeah, I'm a little disappointed that they went back to the well of Wolf 359 yes, when we with, already got that with Cisco. Yeah. Um, but I hope they go somewhere different with it. Because Captain Shaw is definitely not... Commander Cisco. No, kind of like and, no, but one uh, of DS nine.
0: Absolutely not. But I also think Picard's not the same as he was when, like, when I, yeah. I I just watched the emissary again just for shits and giggles the other day. When and that scene where Cisco uh, brings it up yeah. to Picard. Picard kinda of bristles a little bit yeah. and he he just doesn't want to deal with it. He just moves on to business, right? That's his way of dealing with it. Whereas right. here he's like, No, no, keep going. Like you gotta you gotta get yeah. off your chest. Like yeah. he's under he understands a little bit more. I think that's also showing some nice character growth for Picard, actually. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, do you think Captain Shaw is going to get over his Borg prejudice by the I th- end of the season? I think, I
0: think so. I think his You're redemption arc is going to be a, a, a keystone of this this season. Yeah. Um, especially because we have some ideas about how the Borg are going to play into this yeah. <laughs> in a while. So, Wait
1: for Bix Riddick predicts. to come in. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, I do have to say Shaw was also the victim of one of those lines that they throw in there and – they, they they might look okay on paper but they don't really work it was when picard called him like an asshole from chicago or whatever it was yeah and he looks at him and he says nice and it was just like it was just it was an awkward line it was kind of awkwardly delivered i get what they were going for there he's like yeah okay let's get some bit witty banter kind of going back mm-hmm. and forth here but he didn't it was just a one-off line and then he just kind of continue with it yeah i don't know I, there's, I there's still there was just nice yeah.
1: seems like yeah like a skater boy type thing yeah which also jibes with the whole um when they said when he was talking to seven about pot and she's like i, I you yeah. mean canvas <laughs> or whatever saying, he's like i wish i wish yeah, yeah so I, I you know i don't know yeah. It's a I, little it's a little Empire Records dazed and confused. Yeah. Funny. It's yeah. There could have been better things for him to have said in that moment, like I deserve that, or
0: Or he's um, like, Okay, well, reporting for duty or whatever. Yeah, like yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Like you can still have something, but it's just it was odd. Yeah. And it Yeah. Yeah. And it it feels like they're trying to like add another layer to this character when you've already got enough layers yeah. for him, I'd say. Uh so just let him them let sit in those yeah. for a little bit. But anyways.
1: I thought the reveal of Vedic's involvement with the Changelings was kind of predictable, obviously, but um, how she was... Related, like, is she a changeling or is she just part yeah. changeling? Like, it seems like.
0: Yeah, I oh yeah, there was there was a good Reddit thread about how she might be like a host for a pair. Like, it's yeah. a basically a parasite on her. She cuts off
1: her hand, and that seems like unless well, that is
0: the changeling, right? Like, or
1: is it just you can cut off any body part? And next time we'll see her Van Gogh her ear, and then that turns into the thing. Like,
0: yeah, it's I not don't clear, know, right? yeah, it's not it's, clear at all
1: what what's going on there. But the fact that part of her is changeling. um in some respect, I think that was predictable. Like, we saw yeah, that we coming. Yeah, we kind of knew that was coming. But, um, but yeah, that it. That she's not the one calling the shots. Yeah. I don't know. That kind of... It was an interesting element that suddenly there's somebody more powerful and evil than she is. Yeah. But it took away a little bit of the power that I felt she kind of possessed.
0: Yeah. And I'm well, kind of
1: disappointed by that.
0: Well, and I... I Maybe we'll get into this in our dislikes a little bit more. But I, I disliked it for the fact that uh, they went from being unbeatable to a rock disables them. Like, yeah. it, it was yeah. kind of, there's that too. Like, they, they really kind of undercut her character in this yeah. episode by, A, making her not the big bad, and B, having her be kind of incompetent. And and there's also the question of, like, why didn't she just chase them into the thing? She has a, yeah. She has a portal gun. She can just shoot the portal gun behind them, have them appear... In a safe spot. Like, she like doesn't they, want to
1: destroy them.
0: No. I Yeah. She wants to get Jack, Jack Crusher. But at the end of the last episode, yeah. they were completely disabled. Yeah. And falling down into the thing. Fire a portal behind oh, well, them. Oh, I see what you Send them to a safe place where you can board and yeah. take Jack Crusher. Well, but she but didn't. And that was very strange yeah. in this episode because Picard was like, uh, well, or I don't remember who it was, but like if, if they wanted to come down and yeah. get us, they could. So why aren't they? And it's like why aren't they like that that seems like right now might be a plot point right it might be a character thing we don't know
1: that's where the it'll come back we're going to talk about this in our dislikes i think because it's a lot of the problem that you're describing is the same things that i think is just as you said endemic to new trek or at least the gritty dark trek that is popular these days. Yeah. Where there's like it's manufactured tension. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We have to have this thing happen so she can't fire a portal gun because otherwise our heroes won't be able to, you know, bang their way out of this scenario. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So it's it's a little contrived.
0: A little bit. Um speaking of changelings though, one thing I kind of liked is the mystery of what was this changeling doing on the Titan before yeah. Riker? Like we all thought like, oh yeah, he was there because Riker and no, Picard But apparently there, he's but.
1: there two weeks or three weeks before yeah. they even get there. So either somebody in Picard's staff at his chateau knew about it. And then like like, hinted
0: to go find themselves
1: to get onto the Titan. Oh yeah, it's possible. Um, because they're, they, they obviously know something about Jack Crusher. I assume that they know that that's Picard. Well, we're going to get to that about our theories as to why, but, um, if they were, if that would make sense, like if, if there were changelings at Chateau Picard that, um, followed him, onto the Titan.
0: Yeah.
1: um, Or knew he was going to go on the Titan because they heard the conversation with Riker and put it together and figured it out, right? Like, that's possible. Yeah. But... If they don't do something with that, that's going to be a pretty big well, plot hole. And,
0: and I, Well, the fact that they raised it explicitly, I think it was in, was it Seven's yeah. log at the end of the episode? Yeah. She was like, where did they come from? Uh, how were they there for, for mm-hmm. so much longer? So I, I think the fact that they've raised yeah. it means they're going to address it. But um, it, it, and I, I, I do like that, mm-hmm. how that mystery is brewing and the fact yeah. that I have no clue right now yeah. is, is really fun. So yeah. I don't mind that. What must I do to convince you people? Die. Oh, very clever, Worf eat any good books lately?
1: Uh, the scene... We get a little bit of a background of, or or more of a a deep dive into Picard's... um History, I guess. With yeah. another, the the episode opens with a flashback, and Cause they all seem
0: to be doing yeah, a little bit. It seems I like mean, a bit of a cliche at this point.
1: We're watching Jesse Gender's video, and she made a good point. It's uh, they gotta justify using the uh, <laughs> ten, the forward, ten set forward that, set that they, set built. That they yep. built last season, <laughs> which they every single one of those flashbacks has been sent in fucking ten forward. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't matter. I mean, he's there. He's talking to some cadets. He's you know ornery, grumpy old man who just wants to eat his haddock, and yeah. then but he ends up telling all these stories. And then the the reveal, over the course of the episode, you find out, like, Picard wanting to get close to Jack, and Jack kind of not wanting to, but then eventually getting drawn in. They go to the holodeck version of Ten Ten Forward on the Titan, and kind of like mend fences or yeah. at least start mending started, fences. Yeah. But there's like there's a moment where Picard asks the question, like, why didn't you reach out for me? And Jack's like, I didn't feel like I needed to, and then we get the flip of that where five years earlier, eighteen year old Jack Crusher is sitting at the bar in ten forward and he like asks Picard outright, like Didn't you have a family? And Picard goes Young man, Starfleet has been the only family I have ever needed. Um, so it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, that was that was a genuinely emotional moment for me. I felt like it, it, it was a good turn. I don't know where that relationship is going to go, because it seems Mm. like they're both lying to themselves or have been lying to themselves. And they're putting up fronts or are they? I don't know. Like, I don't know where that's going.
0: Yeah, I think, I feel like it's a very understandable situation from Jack's side. Yeah. And Picard's being, I think Picard's being very upfront and and like available and vulnerable with it. But Jack obviously is not because, you know, he was, you know, he didn't, he didn't have a chance to know his father for the longest time. And then Mm -hmm. the one time he tried to reach out, he's like, well, I didn't. I didn't want a family all so right, I don't. I didn't want you. you and it's yeah. like yeah so like you yeah. can understand why he has his guard up and and his response when Picard flat out asked him and he just kind of dodged the question at the start mm. and then kind of worked his way to it um I think that makes a lot of sense like I did yeah. I did like that dynamic I hated that it was like the way it was arranged and the fact that it was in this 10 forward yeah, holodex yeah. setting but the the conversation itself and like the joke about the hair and everything yeah. like that all good yeah. um love that um but yeah it's 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 you have a question in here Lindsay. it's like will uh this continue will this kind of engagement be dancing around the borders are they going to actually like have it out and really connect well or is it going to be um more of like a series a, of miscommunications yeah like where they're like oh i meant to say this all those years ago and i never got the chance well, kind and of that,
1: thing. i think that's Um, one of the criticisms that we're going to get to, I had it, I raised it last week as well, is that there seems to be a lot of, we're going to raise an issue. There's going to be a thematic, um, point we're going to make and everything in this episode is going to revolve around that. We're going to open a storyline. We're going to close it by the end of the episode. And that's all we're going to do. I really hope that's not the case with these two, because this episode, the theme of miscommunication was definitely Present, Like yeah. not being connected and not communicating well with the people around you is yeah. how you get isolated. And all of these people were dealing with a certain degree of isolation, right? Yeah. Um, if they close this episode with, you know, this question still lingering, um, we understand that the communica- the miscommunication between these two characters led to this gulf between them i i hope that they continue with that and that they don't just yeah. fall into the trap of letting this now okay check mark we've done the yeah, now of communication that, yeah. we're done with that we're going to move on to something else yeah
0: or we're done with building their relationship now yeah. they're now they're friends again you yeah know, kind of thing.
1: right like, like i hope that it isn't
0: I, I don't see how they could i i think it's but this
1: is picard and picard does that yeah, so i'm worried <laughs> that 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 does worry me as a writer yeah. it it it's the kind of thing that i'm noticing that i feel like there's stuff that could be done with this. I obviously I don't know where this the, the season is going, so this is maybe a little premature, but Yeah. I really hope that they do something more with Me it. Me too. But you're right. It is a genuine um relatable thing that's happening there and yeah. and especially from Jack. So and he's he's actually turned into pretty a pretty great character too. So Yeah. Yeah, I think we'll get more
0: from that. Uh, I liked the it was a little little hammy but I liked it. The whole like, oh, uh, theme of the episode being like, you got to trust your crew yeah. and they'll get you through it. Um, and then they, they, They do at the end. And then they have like this little montage at the end of like the crew, just like saying all the things to do the things. And they're, they're working as a cohesive unit and they don't even need Riker or Picard or anybody to do it. They're just, they're just a crew doing their thing. I love that. I thought it was very sweet and it's very true to star Trek. It is, you know, that is the, one of the greatest things you've, you've seen through seven seasons of all of these crews is that the crews do come together to save each other and and work it out. And everything's great that way. Uh, it, it's kind of undercut for me by the fact that the rest of the crew did nothing and it's Picard... Well, it's Dr. Crusher who figures out how to solve all the problem in the yeah. first place. And then it's Seven and Shaw. There's, so all these other crew members are just second nature it's not they've never actually or not second nature sorry they're second hand characters they're not they're not mm-hmm. actually useful in the plot in any way shape or form um, so it's a little undercut like that message is not really there for but that again, particular crew you
1: don't know what they're doing when the camera's not on them it is. I do know
0: all the important things that got them to solve the problem I, and those I, people were not involved in any of it
1: but maybe they were maybe they were no, no, like no. getting on the same wavelength by playing charades or something and then that's how <laughs> just a nice team
0: building exercise right as you're gonna die die. yeah
1: who knows but i get i get what you're saying like there is it was nice though i thought um it was a great way to remind us of what made the tng crew great and seeing how seven and shaw and jack crusher fit into that was was kind of cool yeah yeah like beverly's gonna figure out that this is like
0: a cosmic birth canal. Yes, yeah, <laughs> we're in we're in the
1: amniotic fluid, and and I don't know. There's probably a metaphor in there somewhere about like we're dealing with the birth of this child that you didn't know you had, Captain Picard, <laughs> yeah, and now we're yeah. gonna be swimming in a sea of far point far creatures, point <laughs> creatures. Yeah, like, yeah, or whatever they are. Yeah. Um. And then Riker throwing an asteroid, which was kind of cool. Yeah, we saw it happen like last episode with Vedic, or the episode before, yeah, where she threw yeah. a ship at them. Yeah. So it's kind of like tit for tat. I don't yeah. know. It, yeah. it, the law of diminishing returns, if they do it too many times, it's going to... Yeah, be,
0: yeah. I feel yeah. like it's it kind I of hope works so. here. Yeah, that's fine.
1: Um, but yeah, I thought that was... Uh, it was pretty effective. Yeah.
0: I thought. Nice. no, my favorite part of the episode was the conversation between Wrecker and Troy after mm-hmm. they'd escaped and they were at warp and uh, they had subspace going again. Mm-hmm. Um, I I... I thought it was just really emotional in the fact that Riker, who I think we're gonna talk about a lot in the bad parts of this episode or what we didn't like, uh, Riker's characterization is just still not hitting for us. Um, but here to have him, you know, admit that he's been upset about the death of his son this whole time and that he's really withdrawn and he's not being a good partner to to Troy and and their their daughter, um it it was nice to see him, you know, you see that it's It's good setup in the sense that he's trying to write this or write this note or letter to to Troy and he can't. And then when you see him, you think, oh, he's gonna draft it again, but no, he's actually talking to her mm-hmm. directly. Um it It's just really. It was really emotional for me. I was like, yeah, this is the character mm-hmm. I really care about and Troy was crying and it's like, yeah, like she was so relieved to see him. I I thought that was really good. You see, did not. Well, <laughs> I just
1: I wish that that had been an in-person conversation. I feel like we've only ever seen Troy on like
0: Zoom calls. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And I really hope that she makes like a physical presence at some point and they didn't just like yeah, Like, Marina, stay in London and we'll just like... We'll just
0: film, yeah. Film yeah, you yeah. over... Yeah. I'm sure she'll show up. I
1: hope so. But I just wish that this had been an in-person call because, again, I feel like they wrapped that up too soon. The idea that we're going to start off, he can't communicate to his wife, like that was introduced very late in or hinted at earlier. It's introduced pretty early in this episode that he's running away from his wife and then he's trying to write the letter. Well, and then at the end of the a- episode, he succeeds at talking to his wife. I'm just like, let's let that simmer and let that play out. Like, what? There has to be more to it. Why do they have to see, and this is- start something and finish it all in the same time? You're right. And
0: they didn't, though. They Didn't they? You no. Know, they hinted at it in the very first episode when mm-hmm. Riker's like, yeah, my they could use that time away with sure. me or whatever, Fine. right? And my point is, that's when they should have started weaving that in. They should have started, Picard should have asked, What's Maybe. wrong? And he could have started a little bit of that. And then he could have hinted at it because this is the problem with Riker's characters that he seems out of character to us, but then the show is trying to tell us that this is not the same Riker because he's a Riker who's depressed and scared of death and, uh, you know, is, is afraid to make the big calls and stuff like that, which is not the Riker any of us knew. Mm-hmm. You know, we knew Riker as the badass first officer who was going to be, you know, the youngest captain in Starfleet history, right? Fine. And, and so there's a there's a there's a dynamic in the show of trying to do both characters, sure. And you wind up getting neither very clearly, and that's that's a big problem. But it feels
1: like this is wrapping him up right now. That now I, we're I, gonna I, get Riker back to the way he was because we've dealt with it. He's talked about how he's scared of death, and now he's patched things up and, with and, Deanna. And, and you're right. I, so he's gonna go off and charge into whatever is next as old Riker. Sure. I and, hope that's not the case.
0: Well, I hope it is because I don't like this new Riker. First well, of all, but also, okay. I, I you're right. I, I do agree that it's not. It was not well done. I think they should have spread this out over the first four episodes. This should have been very clear as to the Riker we were going to see while he was on screen and we didn't. We we got him at the end of the last episode telling Picard to get off the bridge you killed us and then here he's, he's pouty and doesn't want to do anything and he's scared. And it, it was just this episode in the last two seconds of the previous episode, that was it.
1: So so you're saying that you're happy with the characterization no, and that I, ending, no. and you no. hope he goes back to...
0: Yes. I Yes. That I, would not I,
1: make any sense.
0: No, no, no. I'm not happy with how they did it, but now that it's done, I just want to move on.
1: Oh, well, I don't <laughs> think it's done, and I think that's a problem. I think uh, that, that if they leave it here, it's going to feel even more unfinished. It's going to feel even more ad hoc, like we just It was, created. and it is.
0: It's, it's bad. So,
1: so... Lean into it and make it good. Don't just they say we're going to wrap they, it up and tie that, a bow we've on it. we missed that
0: chance now. I don't think I, we have. I think and I they, think that they, okay. there's
1: room for them to... I hope that this is not the end of that. I hope that we see more growth from him. And that there's... But I... Maybe not. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. But either, I just... Yeah. I don't
1: think... I I would not have handled it this way.
0: No, I neither would I. At all. I wouldn't have done it this way at all. Fascinating. Just one last thing that I really did like also was the... Uh, the like feel of the ending i guess mm-hmm. like they they've escaped um it feels like the the natural wrap-up to a first act i don't know how many episodes have they said is it I 10? Think it's 10 okay because this feels a little late for officially a first act but it feels like this is the first act we've got all the characters in play now we understand where everyone's at uh we understand their headspace, uh and we've got them out of one frying pan Let's go find a fire to throw them into, mm-hmm. kind of thing, because we still have all the unanswered questions about the changelings, uh, Daystrom ste- theft, all these things are in play. Mm-hmm. But they get, we get a slight moment of reprieve here, and I, I really liked that feeling. It felt like uh, it, I was a welcome, say it's it was welcome, it was a welcome relief.
1: Act one, it almost feels like the intermission. Like I'm, I'm thinking that there's going to be a big ramp up. We're probably going to see an episode seven or an episode eight, like they did previously, where there's like a big, oh yeah, like mini climax yeah and then the big climax in episode nine but um yeah maybe. i feel like we're almost halfway through which feels fast but i feel like this is more than just an intro to these characters yeah
0: no no you're right Yeah, like yeah i'm saying like out of it's it's a third of the way through in my mind I guess. it's more though that's that's the problem but it feels like it felt natural i liked it and of story
1: all right Nanas, let's see some chatter hey, buddy, hey buddy, buddy. Buddy, buddy, buddy.
0: Death to the out, opposition. Hey, man, a swing. So the things we don't like, Lindsay. Let's start with the holodeck and ten forward.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> I mean, okay, the ship's running on fumes, <laughs> so they go to the holodeck, and yeah, okay, they explain it; it's running on a separate battery. But like, how? Why? And why? 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 <laughs> so because would you this do that? is this yeah. is psychologically important. Okay, hire Deanna Troy or another <laughs> or a real bartender. Like, okay. um... Secondly, you've got power enough to run this incredibly realistic simulation.
0: Energy-intensive simulation. Energy-intensive
1: simulation. And you're not going to divert that power cell to your shields or to your thrusters. Life support. Life support. Whatever. Like, that felt like such a... Yes. Again, manufactured drama, manufactured situations yeah. that didn't necessarily need to be that way.
0: No, at all. I mean, you y- could have you had wanna... this
1: scene play out in a mess hall. Yes. It could have been literally anywhere. On they could the have ship.
0: done the ten forward on the Titan. It might be whatever seven that forward or whatever. Of yeah, that, exactly. That like crew
1: space. Yeah, would be.
0: exactly. Right. Like have them. Why does this have that? to be?
1: Well, okay. Justify the building of the set. <laughs> Fine, but it just we both. We're like, come on. Yeah. Like this, that was a stretch. That yeah. was a really big stretch for me. And they, they hand-waved it in the episode. And you mentioned that this happened in yes. Voyager. I don't remember Yes,
0: this. apparently. I was on Reddit. People on Reddit were also complaining about this. And people brought up, oh, well, the, a similar thing happened on uh, Voyager. There's one episode where they're they also like, oh, can you divert power from the deck?" fusion emitters or something like that and they're like harry kim was like no can't do it we tried captain and just screws everything up because they're on a totally different system or something right mm-hmm. and it's like what kind of terrible yeah, design is this that, that makes Cause no sense especially because like literally no wonder the holodecks
1: the, always malfunction
0: <laughs> well and the point of the holodeck is to turn energy into matter temporarily yeah, yeah and then pull the matter back to into energy to in order to generate enough energy to create enough matter for a, a realistic thing thing
1: to exist yeah
0: like that is that is a lot of energy. Like that, that, that is that's that huge is, that is amounts, huge of, amounts energy. of energy that you can, you know, use for other things. Literally
1: right? anything.
0: So, like, there's, yeah. how
1: does that? And and to 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 write that in, just so you can have this nostalgic. It's not even nostalgic set. It's just a bar set that they built yeah. from like an, uh twenty. 20 whatever version of 10 forward yeah, yeah like a 20 a 21st century bar is your is your go-to set
0: it, no. it, it felt like voyager when they're like oh well we built yeah, that one set for the holodeck we're this year. gonna it's go da all season yeah, yeah we're gonna yeah. go to the irish town and you know and it's like oh man do we do we have to <laughs> so
1: like there are so many other more logical locations on a ship that is about to crash and die and everybody will suffocate and like this is bad news Why did they have to do that? And then they had to write the line that explains why they're there. If you have to do that, if you have to contort yourself to make the story work, don't do it. There's a much easier way to do it. Do that. Yeah. I don't get why they're why they're pushing this I honestly much.
0: think it was like we have no money left for sets. Like it was a production value thing. You redress like,
1: another area. You take out everything.
0: I'm just saying I'm thinking that's, that, that uh, was the idea. It was, it's yeah, I did not like it. That's absolutely At all. Yeah, um, it does not make any sense. <laughs> uh, also, like if that's the case and they just use this as like an emergency backup space, why would they not have it be like a hospital? Right? Or something like oh my it, God. where the injured crew could find some respite. Like it's just... It really, really yeah. did hurt. The other thing that really bothered me about it was why they were going there in the first place. Yeah, because it was Riker telling Picard, "Well, this is it. We've gotten through literally 300 episodes of strife before. We're all going to die now.
1: Go make peace <laughs> with, with your, your with your son and and get your affairs in order." Yeah, and it's like, so I'm going to go to the bar and get drunk. That's, I don't
0: know. And it was just like, it came out of, I mean, this is this is, is our biggest problem with the episode is the characterization of Riker mm-hmm. and the issues with him and Picard. Um, but yeah, this Riker just giving up, just saying, yep, yeah, well, we're, we're screwed now. And, yeah. and the fact that like, again, this is just me, but none of the other crew seem to be doing anything to solve it. It's up to Crusher, who's... Also, in the
1: background, p- counting contractions. Tri- yeah,
0: like, and, but she waits until like the fourth time that she's counted yeah. these contractions before she brings it up to anybody. And like, mm. like she was the former head of Starfleet Medical. you think she'd have access to the bridge with Riker, you know, one of her best friends. She could just walk up there and say, yeah, these are contractions. We can ride the wave out of here in like 30, 30 minutes. Yeah. Just plan for it. Yeah. That doesn't happen. No, it has to be well, dramatic and involve and, her and son meanwhile, and meanwhile,
1: all this is happening and we've been told that there are about a few hours away from, yeah. they're three hours away from losing life support completely yeah. and four hours away from being completely crushed, crushed into in an ice. Yeah. So nobody seems that concerned with the fact that they're about to die. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there, there were even, I counted a few instances where people were talking about <laughs> like their future. Like, there was an optimism there yeah. about we're gonna make it out of here. And I'm like, okay, I know you're like plot armored to death. Not that's irony. Yeah. Um <laughs> that that you're like and this is Star Trek and there's six more episodes, so you're definitely gonna be back. But the optimism like Yeah, the tone has
0: to f- go one way or the yeah, other. And yeah, and it felt
1: like are they dying or are they not? Yeah. And then in the end when when the the whole we're gonna run out of life support, everybody better hold your breath and like nothing there was five it. seconds of maybe some people looking mildly discomfort yeah discomforted, i don't know like it happened yeah, it all the was, time on on next generation where they run out of life support and you've got people like sweating and trying to breathe yeah. and and you've got freezing
0: to death or something like, right. like there's so many ways you can go but it wound up being five seconds of, it of and nothing, nothing they didn't
1: and and they didn't need to do it. like it was just so strange like why are they making these decisions yeah
0: there was another there was another instance with Jack when they were dodging the asteroids, which was kind of an okay it kind of reminded me of the episode where Picard took the helm and yeah, he, yeah, he yeah. swung around the asteroid yeah. using the gravity or whatever. That was cool. Um but there was like Jack saying, like, no, don't do it yet. Wait, Wait four, four seconds. more seconds. And no why? explanation f- why uh no
1: nothing miraculous
0: happened. happened they just dodged it like would they have not dodged it if picard had not trusted his son it, it was a very yeah. strange moment these yeah. are the things that the, these these are the instances where i'm telling Lindsay, like i just roll my eyes and i'm just like fucking picard like it's just not necessary you do not need to generate this extra little let's add a character moment here for these two no fuck they're trying to escape the thing just let them fly out of the thing like the whole thing is just 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 so manufactured very
1: very strange like i'm not mad about it i'm not actively hating the show but i'm just it takes me out of it it that's the problem and i'm like it stops me
0: from loving the show and
1: that's the thing that as writers maybe we're cursed because we're looking at this and and we're remembering things that were said before and we're thinking where are those things going to lead us to because a good writer sets things up and then there's a payoff for it later on and it doesn't seem to be following there. I don't know if it's just... I haven't been paying attention to who's writing these episodes. Is it the same writers or are uh, they different writers I think the every show episode? writer
0: has had credit on like three of the four. Because, I
1: mean, I know that's been a problem in the past. And it's fine yeah. when you're doing episodic TV. You can yeah. have whoever write whatever episodes and it doesn't need to have perfect that continuity. Cohesion, as yeah. long as you've got the general character beats right, you're good. If you're doing this kind of show where it's like big story arcs and you've got 16 different writers all the time writing yeah. different things then you run into these problems where yeah. setup payoff doesn't happen no and it feels like there's a lot of that in in smaller like it's not it's not grand scale stuff it's like wait four seconds well what is that where, where's the payoff pilot. why yeah. is that there
0: yeah yeah
1: does was there ever a moment first of all like is Jack crusher some amazing pilot did that was that a line of dialogue that was missed not as far is, as he, I know. is he is a, he a particle or a, a, a uh, an astrophysicist at twenty three years old, as well as being a, a doctor genius all around <laughs> great, great guy Um,
0: and great then, ball then cap wear, right. you know like <laughs> like
1: did we miss something and that explains why you have to trust him. Picard was doing just fine on his own. What yeah. did Jack see? We didn't even see what he saw. Like yeah. it just made no sense. Yeah. it was like a, and it,
0: it's such a throwaway that like, yeah. we are spending more time thinking about it now than they took to write it film it and edit it honestly yeah. like yeah this is, well probably not the editing takes quite a while but yeah. like this is like it was it was silly and it's just it's such a waste of effort it's such a waste of screen time and yeah. it, it's distracting to the viewer when when i have to think why are they showing me this mm-hmm. um and thankfully again it's it's not as common here as it has been in the past but it's it's still just enough to to irk yeah we're not friends you wound me mon Capita. So Vatic Lindsay yeah. is pretty dang cool. She's cool. We like her. We're we're on we're, we're Shrike fans. Um <laughs> but this story just makes no sense still. I do not understand what her motivation is, why she's behaving the way she does, um how this this uh you know parasite or or changeling aspect to her it's not clear how that works yet and again there's room you know we're going to see more of her obviously um but now that we know she's not the big bad maybe she'll switch and become a good guy later on who knows but it's it's really not clear why she's doing it It, it's doubly confusing with the the other changeling being on on the titan Mm -hmm. um but you know why didn't she follow them into the gravity well there's this portal gun she could just shoot them and and get them wherever she wants them to be um does she not actually want to help this changeling guy that she's scared of? Um, it, and why is she going back between this like gleeful, cackling mm-hmm. kind of evil to, oh, no, I want to look out for my crew. That's suicide. Like I, I can't do that. It's not clear yet. Maybe yeah. it will all be written up and cleared. Um, there's still lots of room for her character to, to show up. But um, I, I don't know what her deal is we don't
1: we don't know much about this at all and it's kind of being teased bit by bit we don't know how that that floating head guy influences her or relates to her it's clear that it's a changeling technology or something but like what is it why is it how is it we don't know any of that no so there's a lot of room for speculation and no answers really. I'm willing to give it a pass. What for I don't now, yeah. what I don't love about it is that you're right. She's been removed as the big bad and she was so good. She was genuinely terrifying in episode 2 when we met her and it's like, "Holy shit, who yeah. is this person?" She's like unlike any other villain we've seen in a very long time. And now all of a sudden she's subservient to some goo-faced Yeah, thing? who can like,
0: make her terrified. Yeah, and, like, and but I'm not character. afraid
1: of him. I'm not afraid of some CGI-created monster. And, like, there'd better be, a uh, if he is the big bad, or yeah, there, it whatever is the it big is, bad, yeah. that had better be, like, a monstrous jump up because yeah. she's already really terrifying. And I don't, that's another... Like, I'm not sure how this is fitting in. Yeah,
0: I don't, well, I don't, I can't. Does she need
1: to be subservient to somebody else or couldn't she have been the corporeal form of whatever changeling thing? And then she's wrestling with the solid part of herself. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I
0: don't
1: don't know. know. There's, there's decisions were made. I'm not sure I understand any of them.
0: Agreed. One of the decisions that I didn't agree with (laughs) is the whole Odo Bucket thing <laughs> it was it was it was kind of a great callback but at the same time like yeah. this changeling who's a spy would not use a the exact same fucking bucket as Odo used, like it's just just, a
1: just complete... some piece of Bajoran trash that he picked yeah. up on, on on DS9. DS9
0: or, or Tarek Nor, right? Yeah. Like, like this yeah. is just something he used utilitarianly. A bucket
1: he found in a utility closet. Yeah, like
0: this guy would have been just molded himself into the the flower bed. Like there were flowers in there. He could have molded himself into the sh- under the sheets, so he would yeah. appear like a lump yeah. that people yeah. would say, "Oh, he's sleeping." I'll let him. You yeah. know, like there's there's millions of ways he could have this was completely unnecessary fan service now there was there's another reddit thread that i got involved in (laughs) uh of saying like is is picard having a little too much fan service and for me personally not quite but when things like this happen it it pushes me well, that, towards that. Well, I saw
1: somebody made a comment that maybe if Odo joined, and obviously he did join with the Great Link, um, his bucket became like the prototype bucket. <laughs> it's like retro. <laughs> yeah. It's cool now. It's we the should, cool it's, We should all use. But these
0: guys are anti-Link,
1: right? Gingerly, but they're still so. part of it. I don't. I
0: yeah, don't. yeah, maybe it's
1: it is it is a little weird, but
0: it, yeah, it's it bugged me again. It was another little another little bug.
1: Uh, speaking of changelings, we had some pretty nasty, messy, uh, disgusting, um, cleanup stuff that was happening with that. The meat sack. The meat? It just, it looks like.
0: Yeah. It looks like, it looks like lab grown meat. That's exactly what changelings look like now yeah and i'm kind of here but for like it, but, but like
1: m- m- with the fat yeah the thing's marbling,
0: still in there it was yeah. weird it yeah. was weird yeah. i
1: would not want to touch that if no. i were following seven around and she's to like shooting at you know changeling goo all over the place i would not want to be the guy who are you going to call when you have a mess of that magnitude to clean up
0: not ghostbusters
1: We've all been there, you're just trying to do your job, searching for a saboteur on a ship hurtling towards the crushing singularity of a gravity well in the middle of a weird nebula on the fringes of Federation space, minding your own business with your bucket of incriminating residue, when you're suddenly faced with the disgusting prospect of splattering your co-worker all over the quarters of Deck 12. It happens to the best of us. Do you want to be able to take decisive action and blast the sucker to kingdom come? Or are you going to sit and worry about the poor sap in charge of cleanup duty and what this might do to their psyche? (laughs) Space Junk Cleanup Crew is here for you. We specialize in the grimiest of cleanups. No job is too disgusting. We've cleaned out the holodeck biofilters on more than our (laughs) fair share of long haul deep space vessels. We've seen it all. Lost a bet with a Klingon? We've got you covered. Accidentally on purpose vaporize the cranium of a visiting admiral infected with parasitic lifeforms bent on galactic domination? No sweat. Need to tidy your cargo bay after ferrying whatever species or species food across the quadrant to yet another diplomatic function? We'll have your ship smelling spring fresh in no time at all. Contact us for all your biohazardous cleanup necessities. No job is too small or too revolting. Bixpod listeners will get 10% off their first cleanup. Call today.
0: Well, thank you, Lindsay, for that lovely image. Uh, who are you ripping off there? Just like cleaners? like Just, just, generally. just generally. Yeah, yeah okay. I, I was
1: thinking of more of a service that's yeah. being provided okay. to, to the general public as okay. opposed to a, a, YouTube a real YouTube sponsorship. sponsorship? Yeah. Okay. No, it's, um, it's I was writing it on my lunch break today.
0: <laughs> thinking so, about all the disgusting kids that you see on no, the No, <laughs> no, I was eating a baloney sandwich. So. <laughs> the one that I prepared for you? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. That's not a good sign. No,
1: it's okay. It was fine. It was... Uh, it was inspirational. Um, I want to talk before we get into our rest of our segments that yeah. we our regular listeners will remember fondly. I hope. Mm-hmm. Um, can we talk about Wolf Three Five Nine? Yeah, bit? yeah. Um, do you feel like this is retreading old ground too much, yeah. or is this illuminating in some way?
0: like I said, like we kind of mentioned it already. Like mm-hmm. the, this is a very rehash of Cisco and, and, uh, Picard's dynamic, but I do like the change in Picard's approach yeah. in this episode. I think that's interesting. And I do like that, you know, Cisco, it was personal because you, you saw Jennifer die. Yeah. Um, and that episode is all centered around Jennifer's death. Really? That's, yeah. that's the whole emissary episode. Um, but here we just get him recounting it. it's not about, any one character like he said it was yeah they were were all all my my jack Jack crushers yeah which is like it's an interesting take and it is like it is survivor's guilt it's it's a different kind of suffering that Mm -hmm. shaw's gone through Mm -hmm. and it's really interesting so i i i like it in the sense that it's different but i do feel like it would have been better to Hey, just, just pick a different battle. Like, yeah, yeah, just have it be the first contact battle above Earth. Yeah,
1: make it make it something against the Borg, but not specifically Locutus of Borg. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's the retreading that yes. I'm not 100% yeah. safe with. Um, because I think that you could do it with another battle and have it still be Borg. It would still explain Shaw's behavior and dead naming of Seven. Yeah. It would explain his treatment of picard and it would give picard some reason to understand and maybe empathize a little bit with what's going on but to have shaw um a be present at that pivotal battle yeah and b for it to be i mean i guess it had to be because shaw is of the age where it wouldn't make sense for him to for it to have been sector zero zero one because that was only 20 some years ago he could have I been, instead like of being older. a
0: captain, he could have been a, a junior lieutenant or yeah. something. I don't know. Like, but but yeah. either
1: way, to have it be Wolf 359 and to have him specifically reference Locutus. And I love that line where he says, he was a Borg so evil they gave him a name. Yeah. Like, that's great. Yeah. That, that's brilliant. And it, it's played to such beautiful perfection by Todd Stashwick. But I often come back to this idea, like, it wasn't Picard's fault. Yeah. Like, none of this... He didn't ask for it. He didn't choose to be... No. Assimilated. It's not like... That's the whole point of and the then board, then once is you're that your assimilated, individual will
0: does not matter anymore. Yeah. Like, and then, just, and then yeah.
1: They, they took access to what was in his brain and used it against him. He's as much a victim as anybody else.
0: Yeah.
1: Like... You're mad at him for being knowledgeable about his job, <laughs> yeah, like really, yeah. that's what it comes down to. And I don't understand. i I feel like I don't think we're meant to see characters like Cisco and Shaw, maybe Cisco to a degree. But I don't think we're supposed to take their gripes seriously, Certainly not Shaw. I feel like that whole thing is is designed to be Shaw's character moment.
0: Yes, I don't think yes.
1: it's. We're not supposed to side with Shaw and say, "Oh fuck, Picard really screwed up and this is he's wrong to have done what he did and it's all his fault." I think a little bit of that comes through in DS Nine and the Emissary episode yeah. because
0: yeah.
1: Picard does seem like a bit of a villain, <laughs> like yeah. even the way Patrick, Patrick Stewart plays it in that yeah. episode. Yeah, um, we're supposed to side with Cisco. Yeah, in this scene, we're not supposed to side with. We're supposed to empathize. We're supposed to understand that he's lashing out from a place of deep deep hurt. Yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. I don't think we're supposed to view him as right to be that mad at Picard.
0: No. And I think even even in The Emissary it was it's a little more nuanced because it was the first time we'd seen this and it was you know it was like oh yeah, someone would be pissed off at Picard yeah. for for being being turned into locutus, I'd never thought of that before. um But again, because we are retreading it here, um yeah, you, you, it's, it's lost that immediate like cognitive dissonance yeah. elements, and it's just like, yeah, okay, Shaw's telling us this is his, his tragic backstory. Yeah, check, you know, and and so yeah. it loses a little bit of of the emotional force because, um a, we have retread it, and b, we kind of know where it's going. Like yeah. and we all predict, kind of predicted. Like he's he's got some sort of prejudice against the Borg, obviously. So we kind of knew it was coming. Yeah. Retreading it exactly as it did. I yeah. I'm, I'm not. I'm not blown away, but at the same time, he did do such a good job presenting it. I I don't mind. He didn't touch home, Nog. Is that true?
1: <clears> huh. <throat> well, what do I do? Find him and kill him. So we're. At the point in our episode where we give our ridiculous predictions. Yes. The Bix predicts has returned. Um, Aiden, I'm going to let you go first. This is actually a pretty good segue because you've got some good predictions here that I think fit really nicely with what we were just talking about. Um, What are your predictions for future episodes?
0: So my ridiculous one. (laughs) Okay, so my ridiculous and the real one are very similar (laughs) on the surface. But uh, when we first watched the episode, the end and jack is in the mirror and he's all like oh what's going on mm-hmm. um my thought because we just seen uh vatic with the changeling mm-hmm. um i thought oh my god he's part changeling or something like okay. that like he okay. was he all was right. connected to that so i'm like oh my god that's it it makes so much sense and then i thought about it for like 0.2 micron seconds after <laughs> that and i was like no that doesn't make any fucking sense yeah, how okay. would that even possibly so that's your ridiculous that's my prediction? prediction is that jack he, is a changeling. jack's a changeling if it's true man i'm fucking brilliant because i don't even understand <laughs> how it works my real one is that Jack is actually part Borg? Yeah. Okay. And little Picard's swir- swimmers. Ever since he, they've still got a little Borg technology, and those, yeah, and yeah. those, those nano machines are attached to the well. I to the and I like
1: that. I think you're probably. A, I I agree with you. Okay. With your legit oh, prediction. Okay. Because I've been wondering that a lot since we've been watching Voyager and watching Seven again. Like she was Borg for a lot longer. So fine. Yeah. But they couldn't remove all of the technology from her. Yes. Borg or Picard was Borg for
0: like a a few yeah yeah, yeah. like not a long long time
1: time. but they were able to it seems completely remove everything from him yeah but did they did they right and I think that's the fact that the Borg and artificial uh, life forms and everything have been such a part of every season of Picard and that we know we're going to be dealing with more artificial life forms with like yeah we know lore or or somebody's coming back or somebody is coming back yeah um and we had that big setup with Gerardi at the end of Season 2 as the board Queen, the new board Queen. Yeah. And this new threat on the horizon. Yeah. I do agree. I think that is, that is a genuine prediction that I'm going to sign on to. Okay. We're on um, the same page. My ridiculous... Prediction.
0: Okay, so that wasn't your prediction. You're just no. I'm just just agreeing with you. Yes, I'm giving you a a nice little
1: cosine on that one. I think if I want to be on the record, if if you're (laughs) right, as being like I agreed with that. Yeah. Um, my ridiculous prediction. Now I haven't deep dived dove, dove into the opening credits as I'm sure other people have. I am not on social media as much as you are. Yeah. I'm sure people have figured out what is in the background of the flyby in the opening credits. It's kind of the Easter eggs that pop up with lower decks, there's the panda, like all that stuff that happens. Or is it a koala? Koala, I think. It's a koala. Yeah.
0: Um
1: so in the background of the nebula, you see the shrike at one point. I recognize that. As they're coming through right before like the end of the opening credits. Or that flyby sequence. Yeah. There's a bunch of shapes in the cloud. Okay. Or in the nebula. Okay. And I swear to God, I mean, I didn't pause it. Like I said, no deep <laughs> dives here. Um, very shallow dives. Um, it looked like the nacelles and the saucer section of the original Enterprise.
0: Oh, okay. 1701.
1: So I was like, right. my ridiculous prediction is that... And, and it's not just the Enterprise. It's other ships, too. There's yeah. other ships there. Yeah, so I'm like, all the ships. we've had references to... The ship, the Fleet Museum, and Jordy working at the Fleet Museum. That's true. That's and true. We've yeah. We've seen uh, the Defiant and Voyager and all these classic ships Getting that mentioned. have been yeah. referenced yeah. in the in the end credits. Yeah. All of those ships are going to come out of retirement and join the Titan in defeating this new changeling threat. Okay. Just sight unseen, they're just going to like Show be on. there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But my legitimate prediction. <laughs> Piggybacks onto that one because I do think this is something that may actually happen, but in a very different way. I think they're going to integrate it better. Okay. And my legitimate <laughs> so prediction So, you think it'll
0: actually happen? Like these ships are going to make an I appearance? I do think
1: they are going to make okay. an appearance. I 100% do because I think it's going to be tied somehow to Frontier Day. Jordy LaForge is going to be involved. He's been working at the Fleet Museum. Yeah. I think we the seen him fact yet, yeah. that um, we got. Shaw being an old grease monkey Mm -hmm. what is Geordi LaForge if not like a guy who's been spent his whole time in engineering figuring things out putting things together he's going to be the guy that is able to once this threat is established and they know what's going on they're going to pull all these old ships out of retirement they're going to pull all the old captains out of retirement (laughs) they're all going to be part of some kind of like Maybe the attack happens on Frontier Day. We've seen lots of Frontier Day references. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did say expect a lot of like cameo appearances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Janeway has been mentioned in yeah, A every couple times. Episode. I was just thinking like, <laughs> like they mentioned
0: Admiral Janeway a couple right? times. We've yeah. seen
1: Odo. We've seen like... Yeah, so I'm thinking that Geordi LaForge is going to somehow be involved in bringing these ships back to life. And we're going to get like one big send off. We're going to see inglorious CGI... All the ships, all of these ships that okay. we come to love in from 1987. Well, no, fuck, from 1966 onward.
0: Yeah, okay. I, I do so think you think that, like it's gonna be like red rotary may cells? Yeah. Nacelles showing yeah. Up. Fuck. I'm I think. Down for it. I
1: think. Yeah. I mean,
0: they can when you equip say, it with an AI when computer, you, to do it when all.
1: you talk about uh, too much fan service. Yeah. I don't think this. I mean, it would be incredible amount of fan service. Yeah, but. It's kinda of, like I would be really okay with it if we did that. <laughs> if they did it well. I, My, I, have, I have so little faith The ridiculous in the MGML, prediction is, is that is like, they do it well. That, no, no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that they come out of nowhere. That it's just like oh, okay. oh Captain, there's five incoming ships yeah, yeah, yeah. with Federation call signs. What We're, are the call signs? NC seven
0: oh one A B
1: <laughs> C and D. <laughs> <laughs> e, F, yeah right like yeah <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah, that would yeah, be a hundred percent ridiculous if they just did it for doing it yeah but if they roll it in and it makes sense i think the fact that we've had references now to somebody with specialized knowledge of how old ships work playing it's gonna a come crucial yeah, role yeah, i think and yeah. i mean sydney lafor just talked about her dad in every single episode yeah. He's got to make. I love it. I love that this point.
0: time they just shot her for saying it. Like honestly, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like seriously, dude. <laughs> seriously, we, we know this. Know Everybody who that knows is. this about you. <laughs> Which is a good segue into our big log, Lindsay. Uh, if you and I were worried that the other one was a changeling, <laughs> what is the question you would ask in order to judge whether or not I was me? This is, we, we couldn't come up with like a really because we kind of agreed on everything on this yeah. episode so we're like let's just do something a little a little silly, a little goofy, a little personal uh,
1: you're going to get a little glimpse into our little marriage yeah. for a little bit of time how many more times can we say little in this intro? Uh,
0: quite a little bit more I think and
1: stalling because I don't really know what I would say to
0: you <laughs> this is hard, well it it's, not, is. It's, not the, it's not what you say it's what you, ask. What, you, what you ask, what is the question that you think they're going to come back with like a generic answer um or <laughs> So Lindsay, I will
1: <laughs> You wanna go first?
0: I will go first. We talked about it hand already. Me. You know with this it. is coming. Me with it. I'm gonna ask you to load the dishwasher. <laughs> fuck you! And fuck you! If, <laughs> if you do it like a human being, if you rinse Shut a single out. plate, oh my
1: God. I will know you
0: are a changeling and I will shoot you right <laughs> in the back of the head. With a Type Five <gasps> Klingon disruptor, I don't oh my care God. because I know that's not you. You do not know how to possibly do it, uh, and yeah, that's very telling.
1: That's horrible. What? Why? Why are you putting me on blast like this, Lindsay? <laughs> that's so awful. It
0: is. It is our marriage we're talking about here. <laughs> that's what this podcast is. Aww. It's a chance to you know hate on each other just a little bit. Um, yeah.
1: Fine. You know what? I'm going to hit you where it hurts.
0: Oh, no.
1: <laughs> I'm going to ask you to eat a bowl of cereal. Oh, God, no. Aiden eats cereal like a sociopath. Okay, he, he doesn't he doesn't put the milk in first.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm that not, would be sociopath. Yeah, exa- okay, yeah, that's the but, first test. But, but
1: yeah. the... So and he likes mini wheats and he does this with mini wheats quite Especially. frequently. Well, no,
0: my worst is fruit loops. Fruit loops are fruit really loops, bad too. Yeah, yeah. So
1: he'll pour them in and then he'll take his spoon and he'll tap 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 on the cereal on the top of the cereal to push, it into the milk. to push them into the milk before he takes a big big bite of his cereal. Tap 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 and then he eats. And then on top of that, I'm gonna watch you eat because if you open your mouth and your eye doesn't do the lazy thing. <laughs> Because when Aiden opens his mouth, one of his (laughs) eyeballs moves to the side. And I don't know why that is. There's like some muscle thing going on there.
0: It's very common. It's very common, okay?
1: A changeling wouldn't do that. No, he'd look normal while he ate. He would look normal while he ate. (laughs) Unfortunately, you don't. So that's... If you're going to make me Uh, feel like a meth addled cocoon (laughs) because of how I load the dishwasher, I'm going to call out your lazy eye.
0: Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, Yeah, okay.
1: That was mean. No, I feel it wasn't. Really bad. No, it was a
0: little mean. No, well, and, and you've brought up the tap 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 thing That's many the most times. Thing. In many times. Like this is why we, we do not eat breakfast. Yeah, we do not together. eat breakfast. We because cannot. it
1: drives me up the wall. If I have we to do, be in another room yeah, when you eat breakfast. It has to be
0: like like we have to like order McDonald's or like <laughs> make eggs or something where there's no cereal involved. Like if I'm having yeah. cereal, I can't do it when Lindsay's around. No. So you uh, eat cereal that,
1: after I left for work in the morning. Yeah, we, you have, a, we have a perfect have schedule right now. In the, it's working. In On the weekends, where it's just yeah,
0: I'm up earlier, you're up earlier, and neither of us has to see each other during the the morning. Works out great. Yeah, if we can
1: I defend my dishwasher. No, you cannot. Can I defend? I'm I'm able to load more things into the dishwasher than you think are possible, and they usually come out pretty
0: clean. No, they don't. They they never come out clean. That is the fucking problem. There are so many spoons and knives and other cutlery where you've just like tossed it in there and haven't scrubbed it at all. And then what do you know? It's still on there after the wash is out finished. Plus you've been really, okay, this is getting, <laughs> this is getting back into the marriage counseling, which was the name of this c- mm. series. When uh, we did Shakespeare. we did Shakespeare, we were like, oh, what should our argument section be called? And we were like, let's call it marriage counseling. And then it got a little too real. So we changed it to, uh, Big what was slog? it? No, that's no this, right. Yeah, <laughs> that no, right. for this. <laughs> okay. What was it? What did we call it during Shakespeare? That was only like two um, years ago. Ancient bickerings. Ancient bickerings. Yeah. Thank you, Lindsay. That was it. Uh, but yeah, yeah. So uh, this got real.
1: Are you going to defend yourself in any way, shape or form? No, uh,
0: there's no way to defend my process. Plus I dump out the milk afterwards. I am indefensible. Yes, you don't even drink the milk. I don't even drink the milk.
1: What is wrong with you? There's, I married a monster. You did. I married a monster. Are you sure I'm
0: not a changeling? Now you well, see me, I, I, I don't regenerate well as it is <laughs> yeah.
1: when he wakes up in the morning, he's like, Ugh. his regeneration cycle just doesn't regenerate at anything. all. Cool. Well, live long and prosper. Don't you give me that sarcastic Vulcan salute. Baguette! Well, Aiden, that was cruel and unusual. Um, but
0: so somehow enjoyable yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean every every week on the podcast we come away with uh most, less yeah. respect for each other well respect you know each- but but limbs intact so yeah, I think yeah. you know let's yeah. take it take, it's
0: it's W Put yeah. in the W column definitely uh, and listeners thank you for joining us uh, we'll be back next week with uh, the next episode which oh okay I'm just gonna throw this out there if you're listening to this they might be taken down already but there was a Reddit thread Someone said there was a mistake on Paramount Plus in the States and episode five was available and they were watching it and they put down like like people are like oh you're making it up or whatever and he's like just you wait till next re-. it's possible they were yeah. but uh you know they were like putting down lines of like dialogue like when you hear picard say this yeah something about I, I glanced it was like bajoran ale or something like okay, that okay okay i was like oh so we can check and see if this is real so there might be a ton of spoilers if you're worried about that yeah uh, stay off the internet, stay off the internet week. this week
1: do not go on
0: computers yeah avoid all the computers and-
1: do we know the title of the next episode i feel like they get released they get- and there's like there's like trailers but we don't get to see them because Paramount Plus doesn't let us see them. Well, we don't Canada. yeah, we
0: don't have Paramount Plus in Canada, No, but even
1: yes. on like Twitter you can't even see like the the YouTube Oh links. it's
0: it's like region locked or something? Yes oh, it's okay, so well, bad. Like this
1: anything I try and watch on the Star Trek like socials I can't access. It says you, you know what you need a VPN Nord VPN or <laughs> Alpha <laughs> VPN for all your alpha or suit VPN
0: that was the one we made up what when we it? did this oh, suit VPN. Sued VPN yeah, right, yeah, right. The opposite of Nord
1: did we do that already? Yeah, we did
0: that one already, I think.
1: I see, we're getting too far into the fake ads that I don't even remember what we've done and <laughs> what's either. real and what's not real. Yeah, we're
0: going we're gonna to totally redo re- <sighs> it. It's fine. But anyways, listeners, uh, that's out there. Just a heads up. Uh, although this is coming out on Tuesday. We're recording this on Friday. So yeah. <laughs> by the time this comes out, you'll have already been spoiled. Yeah. But uh, thank you very much for joining us.
1: Live long and prosper. Dudes. Yeah. With my pot and... <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> you can find all our episodes on Spotify, Podbean, Apple Podcasts and iTunes, or wherever you get your podcast fix. We love to talk Star Trek with our fellow nerds and would love to hear from you if you have thoughts or ideas about any of our discussions or the topics we've brought up. You can reach out to us on Twitter, that's at thebixpod, or by email at thebixpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. you. Beam us up, Scotty.